and welcome back to Sea Red UK, a UK-based Chicago Bulls podcast. I'm Matt, and as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? I'm very good, Matt. Very good. How are you? Uh, tired after last night. <laughs> yeah, it was a late yeah. one. Yeah, a bit of overtime on that one. So, uh, as we said at the end of last night's episode, we will. We've got another guest on uh, tonight, and that is you'll know him from Twitter as Easy, all the way from France. How are we doing, Easy? Hello, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I mean, that's the last time like uh, we have like uh, a whole night to sleep. So <laughs> because you you're from UK, you know, like uh, it's gonna be uh, again a long season, like uh, no sleeps at, at all. So nice. yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, uh, are you watching the the Pelicans game live as well? Yeah, all the games, like all the games. Yeah. <laughs> so what you you're you're an hour in front of us as well, aren't you? So it'll be a three thirty tip next week, is it? Uh, I think it's going to be two a.m. Uh, two two a.m. I, I don't remember. I, I'm like I'm like I'm not ready to 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 watch the all the the schedules. I'm I'm going to be like day by day, you know. <laughs> I don't want to be too stressful and to be like, oh, no, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So. I'll let you uh, introduce yourself a little bit and explain, you know, what you do on Twitter and how you're involved with the sort of the French side of things for Bulls and, um, you know, just in case any of our listeners don't know who you are on Twitter. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, like all of you, uh, all of us, I'm I'm a dire Bulls fan, so I'm I'm watching all the games uh, live, uh, like maybe sometimes. Overreact uh, uh, into the games. Uh, I, I did a lot of, uh, of tweets during the games. At the end of the games, like with the the, the good points, the bad points, and uh, I also I also managed like for the Bulls FR uh, on Twitter. It's all about the the, the spaces. So uh, we got it, it's just like a podcast, but uh, with the space. Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of fun because uh, I got, I'm with one, one of my friends and it's like uh, in a week it's like maybe three or four spaces in a week so we got we got a lot of things to 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 speak about and that's fun that's fun and hopefully we're gonna have this this like rhythm all the all season long so yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun season uh, even though we got some bad news with uh, with Lonzo, but you know it is what it is. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I've uh, obviously you've sent me the sort of the links to the spaces, and obviously, unfortunately, I don't speak a word of French. So it's, um, <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like the the to be good to get involved with, and maybe something that we could do in the UK as well, but. But you know, I'm so glad that we have like so many like uh, Bulls fans all, uh, around the world, like in Europe, in UK. Um, thanks to Twitter, I didn't even know uh, there's some that many fans in UK, in France, and that that's fun because our Bulls community is like, like a family. Like mm. we all work together. So uh, you you did some podcast with um, the, the guys from US, like. Uh, um, CHGO, so it's 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 family, so that's fun. Yeah, and that's exactly what we wanted to do here is sort of 
interact with the the wider Bulls nation, I guess, and you know, initially create the little community that we've got here in the UK and get the UK fans together, but then link the UK with everybody else as well because, like you say, everybody on Twitter is, or the majority of people on Twitter are quite welcoming with it all. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's definitely been fun that we, since we, especially since we've been doing the pod, we've spoke to people from obviously Australia. We've had Clem on before from France, although he lives in England now. Um, obviously, you know yourself from France. Like you say, the Americans. It's it's been good, and hopefully, it's going to improve further with some of the plans that Bulls have got themselves. So, but yeah, we'll um, speak a little bit about obviously French Chicago Bulls sort of fandom and stuff like that. Um, Obviously, recently the Bulls have just launched the uh, the Instagram account. They changed it to the French yeah. one, didn't they? Um, they? They really seem to have like adapted the French sort of thing. Obviously, with the Paris game coming up and stuff like that. I know they've got the channel on Discord and stuff like that. What has it been accepted well in France? The fact that Bulls are. Well, you know, it's 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 funny because we also got uh, Alex Caruso like uh, two two weeks ago, something like this, yeah. two three weeks yeah. ago. I don't, I don't remember, uh, like a, a scout <laughs> for for the for the Bulls. But yeah, well, just like everywhere else, uh, I guess uh, every every basketball fans is kind of a Bulls fan because uh, because of Michael Jordan uh, because Michael Jordan and the Bulls uh, came in 1998 uh, 1997 sorry um but it was like a 1998 season uh, for the for the McDonald's championship so so yeah like when you grew up in France with in the 90s uh, obviously you are Michael Jordan fans you are Ch- Chicago Bulls fans so it's it's really easy and just like the the merchandising, it's always about the Lakers, the Knicks, the Bulls. So basically, you have to choose between these three teams. And well, for me, it was the Bulls. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's a large community. Uh, on on Twitter, Bulls FR, we got like uh, almost uh, thirty one thousand uh, followers. So yeah, we we got a lot of people. We got a lot of people during the nights also to. Um, React uh, about the games, so yeah, we are super excited for the for this game in in Paris. And you know that's funny because we we play against the the Pistons, uh, huge rivalry, rivalry. But uh, the funny thing is when when media uh, just talk about this game, they they more like uh, they they talk more about the Bulls than the Pistons. It's like the Bulls coming to Paris, but. It's not like yeah, the Pistons coming now. It's the Bulls. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm. I, I got all. Uh, I always got the, this big smile on my face because yeah, uh, obviously I don't really like the Pistons. So yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's fun to me. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, like you just mentioned, the Paris game. It, is the sort of hype building already over there for it, or is it still a um, little bit? Well, it's it's hard to say because uh, obviously I'm a I'm a basketball fan, so yeah, for me it's 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 huge, um, overhyped. Uh, but I I can see that from my friends, uh, not into basketball, and they all uh, they always like uh, text me like, hey, did you know that uh, they're gonna have a, a, a game in Paris? 
Well, uh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> so <laughs> that's fine. But it, I remember the, the game uh, two years ago. It was uh, the Bucks and the Hornets in in Paris, and it was the yeah. first game in the, the first uh, regular season game in Paris. And people like three at the beginning of this season, nobody really talked about that. So I don't know if it's the Bulls or if I pay more attention because that's the Bulls, but. It's just like um, the more and more uh, people in media talk about this this event. Yeah, and yeah, maybe also I mean, because there's also this uh, this new sh- uh, shop in Paris, uh, NBA Store. So yeah, yeah maybe that's uh, I don't know, but it's yeah, people are excited, and we also got the, this tough time of uh, about COVID, so yeah. we can wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a tweet put out last night by um, Daniel Greenberg and he put, expectation is that the Bulls game in France versus Pistons will have a lot of Bulls fans in the crowd. Majority of the tickets that have already been bought are by Bulls fans. Audience research company GWI said the Bulls have 1.4 million fans in France. Now, my first reaction to that was... um, when did the tickets go on sale? Yeah, yeah. And you know, obviously you, you commented on it saying they haven't and it was like, well, what's he talking about then? So we're not holding much hope of actually getting a ticket now if they're already selling and they're not actually on sale. So it's... Yeah. yeah I, I don't really get this this tweet. Like, what? what? I, 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 I mean, even if these tickets were sold out, can you know if it's for a Bulls fan or a Pistons fan or for a random guy? I, I don't. Yeah. I don't really get this this tweet. So I don't know. I don't know what's happened. Yeah, and the the last part of it, the audience research company, and it said that there's 1.4 million fans in France. That's yeah, but that's even pretty... even well, I don't know how does it work. I would I would. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. That, that's huge. If if it's real, that that's huge. Yeah, it's yeah. It blew my mind when I read the tweet. Anyway, so uh, well, that's uh, that's all I've got on the like French bull. Have you got anything, Neil? Um, not really. I mean, you've kind of covered a lot of what I was going to ask. Other than, um, did you actually get uh, the opportunity to try and um, be anywhere? the AC was when he was over in Paris? Did you get to, to see him or meet him or anything like that? Um, for Caruso, uh, yeah, I, I was lucky enough to go to uh, the star. And thanks to the, the organization of uh, Chicago Bulls, uh, I got the chance to meet him, to also to have a, like a sh- kind of shoot contest against him. Um, oh, brilliant. Wow. Yeah, uh, well, um, brilliant for him, not for me, because uh, well, he's <laughs> good, he's good. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was it was super funny. He's like, he's like, I, I don't know, he's like a, someone like normal. It's like, yeah, he's he's positive. He's he's fun. He's yeah, he he tried to 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 talk with everyone. So. Very humble, very nice. So yeah, I really appreciate that. So yeah, it was fun. Yeah. That's yeah, excellent. That, we were putting down to nerves, was it? Why you beat you? 
But it was like you yeah. know, like a, a, a mini basketball. So he, he told me like he, he used to 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 play like this. He, when when he was in college, uh, he asked me if I if if in France we have a beer pong. I said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the rest awesome. he, is confidential. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, because he was meant to come to the UK from Paris, but. I was unfortunate the Queen died the the week that he was meant to come over. Yeah, he was in was Paris when the Queen yeah. died, and then he, I think they cancelled his what he was supposed to be doing over here, so he just flew straight back to America. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I feel sorry for for uh, for you guys for the, the fan in UK because yeah, it's a great opportunity to to see a, a Bulls an active Bulls player. So yeah, I was ah so bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not like um, we've got a big, big thing over here as it is. So it would have been big for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although I, mean, I, I still would have had to catch a flight anyway. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're in Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. I mean, if you've got nothing else, Neil, we'll move on. But to did you? Did you? I, I got a question for you. Did you guys have the had the chance to, to to see the Bulls when they came in twenty? What was that? Twenty. Twenty. No, I don't. I don't remember. It, it was against the Wolves. Um, this, this this preseason game. I saw them when they played against uh, Utah. Utah. They, yeah. they played against the Utah Jazz um, in uh, down in the Docklands Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I can't remember what year it was. Two thousand six, two thousand seven, something like that. Anyway, whenever it was, I can't remember. But um, yeah, I got to go to the game, and and it was it was great. It was great to be able to to get to see him. And um, Benny was there, and and uh, they had a, a lineup of legends that were like signing autographs outside beforehand. Like so, uh, you know, the likes of uh, Daryl Dawkins was there, and Detlef Schrempf was there, and um, B.J. Armstrong was there as well. So you know, I got a few a few autographs and stuff that way, which was kind of cool, and got to meet them, meet them, and talk to them for a few minutes. It was it was good. Yeah, I think. I can't remember where I was, but I, I know I wasn't in the country when they was here. So, unfortunately, I didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, um, it was it was a good it was a good game as well. They won with a last second shot. If memory serves me right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a buzzer beater. Uh, yeah, yeah. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the games sometimes they they merge into the next one, but um, you know, obviously the ones that you get to attend they stand out a little bit more. Um, yeah. So, in in regards to talking about bulls themselves and and how they're doing at the moment, um, have you any questions in that in that respect, Matt? No, I mean I was just sort of gonna bring up some of the latest news that's not sort of media day. In yeah. Really. <laughs> um. Obviously, today Shams has put out that tweet. Uh, I wrote it down but kind of paraphrased it uh, there is confidence in Bulls guard Lonzo Bulls ability to return this season following left knee surgery on Wednesday the doctors believe they addressed the issue Ball is expected to miss a few months and then obviously everyone else has retweeted it and etc and Casey Johnson's put his little bit on and he's put I'll add my own words for, for I'll, I'll add my own words for context 
Bulls slash Ball believed the same after his procedure in January, which is why they had a six to eight week timeline. So I don't know if he's trying to play it down a little bit, play yeah. the, you know, because I think Bulls fans instantly went to, oh, he's coming back, <laughs> everything's yeah. good, you know. So just trying to temper expectations a little bit, I think. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was a positive from Shams, I guess, in after the initial, you know, the start of the week when we first heard about it, or last week when we first heard about it. Yeah. Um, and if they, if they have sort of solved the issue or know what the issue is now, or at least they've got something to work with, I guess. And Right. You've just yeah. got to ramp him back up. So, I mean, what's your take on it easy you know like obviously the initial news to then seeing that tweet is you know you sort of change your opinion on how long he's going to be out for or I mean it's just like nobody knows it's like we just have to to, to pray and it's I mean I try to 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 relax and to, to think about like yeah okay we'll Let's see later, but yeah, it's always the same thing. Like Bilden Van was like t- today was like uh, yeah, okay, very optimistic, blah 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 blah. But at the end of the of the interview, it was like, but we don't know, so we still don't know. That's the the main issue for me. Like still like okay, good. It, I mean, maybe it's good. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but at the end of the day, <laughs> it's just like like we don't know. It's well, sorry to to remind you that, but to me, just like the the return, uh, the Derrick Rose season return, it's like yeah, okay, he's he, he's he's taking some shots before the games. Yeah, he's coming back. Maybe during the All Star weekend, or maybe just before the playoffs. And at the end of the day, yeah, you still don't know, and he's still uh, the club, the 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 street club uh, on the bench. So yeah, he's. Yeah, it, it it is hard to know, and it, it's like I I tweeted um, when the news first broke that I'm tentatively optimistic because <laughs> you know it, it's hard to get too excited about it because you just don't know. I am I'm I'm glad that they went in and they seem to have found a reason. Not that they've divulged what that reason is, but that they said that they have found something and and they have dealt with that problem and now it's it's all about rehabbing well let's hope that that is what it is and that this is it is just a case of ramping Lonzo back up and we'll get him back whenever we get him back um mm. but anyone that's kind of expecting him to walk onto the floor and start throwing dimes around the place and and shooting threes within six to eight weeks I think is dreaming yeah, yeah. I mean obviously no nothing actually has been said of what they've actually done today no. from go in and have a look uh, someone did say that I can't remember who it was on a podcast the other day that if they go in and they find something then they'll work on it while they're in there sort of thing um, yeah. to save cutting him open again which makes sense so if they've done any kind of procedure today because they've found I don't know a bit of loose cartilage or ligament or whatever He's then got to recover from that as well, and then the rehab and everything. And I mean, I I injured my knee when I was in the forces, and it took me over a year to get back to being able to run. 
Um, and that was, I think that was my MCL that I did. I can't remember. I've done it, done it twice. And obviously it's a completely different level of uh, activity, but the doctors passed me as fit to be able to run, but I still couldn't run. And so I know kind of what, what's they're saying at the minute. Do you know what I mean? It's, um, if you, like I was struggling to walk up the stairs as well. And it, it plays on you mentally as well, more than anything. You know, he's what, is he 20, 24 and he can't walk upstairs. It's yeah. it's not good, is it? It's, it's going to have a mental effect on him and, you can kind of see why. I mean, he did say that he was going to come back to Chicago to rehab as well, didn't he? So he's around the team to get part of yeah. the chemistry and stuff like that. So at least that side of it will be taken care of. And he's the mental side of it, I guess. You know what I mean? He's going to have the right people around him to to sort of keep an eye on him, basically, and make sure he's, he's not losing it or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I'd like to say, like, even even though there's a lot of injuries, a lot of concerns uh, about Lonzo, I have no regrets. Like, I got zero regrets uh, uh, to to uh, to having Lonzo on the on the team. No regrets. Yeah, right. I, I love him. I know you do too, Matt. Don't you? Yeah, and I mean, I, I was a little bit sceptical when it first came out that we were going to sign him purely on his injury history um, but you can't deny what he does bring to us and it's just the nature of sport that if he is out for the season people are going to start or fans are going to start turning on they? and demanding that he's traded but he's going to have no trade value so that's not going to work <laughs> you know when he hasn't played for a year and a half he's, he's not going anywhere is he no, no, and the good thing is, we, we saw that uh, last year. Next man up, it, it was like uh, our motto, and it works. It works perfectly. Next man up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think at the minute the Bulls have just got to find their identity now. You know, they come into last season with him being the starting uh, point guard. Now, mm. you know, we lost him halfway through the season, and but we lost Caruso at the same time, and. We had Matt Thomas getting 20 minutes a game, and whereas now we're more prepared for it. Um, they've just they'll be using training camp and pre-season to decide who who does get that starting role. And I mean, the starting roles I don't think is as important as who finishes. Is to be fair, it's you know just because Ayo starts doesn't mean he's going to get any more minutes than Caruso, does it? It's you know it's just set a tone sort of thing I guess and then let whoever take over and do what they do but yeah I mean I think that's about it for Lonzo and then I don't know if um, any of you listened to the Old Man and Three pod today that Damar was on no I haven't caught it yet yeah I mean there was some interesting uh, interesting takes that come out of that that I'll get your opinions on um, the first one was that he genuinely thought that he'd signed for Lakers um, and he said he'd gone away on a holiday for a couple of days I think he said he was in Mexico to sort of clear his head and get ready for the move and stuff like that and 
he got a, he woke up. Well, he's in bed one morning and he got a text or a call off Kyle Lowry saying what's going on. And he's like, "What do you mean?" He says, "Well, they've just traded for Russell Westbrook," and uh, he knew then that he wasn't going to Lakers. So he was like, "Well, where am I going?" And then that's where he'd got the um, the sort of vet minimum offer. He didn't say again who it was, um, but he he took it personally, and he wanted revenge on the teams that offered him poor contracts. And he went out purposely to put high scores up on them teams. And uh, our guy, Will Gottlieb, Flex, um, <laughs> he actually broke it down and he, or narrowed it down to the teams going off his points. And it was Clippers, 76ers, Lakers and Bucks. So <laughs> I don't know if they're the teams that offered him the, the low contract, but they're the ones that he had a chip on his shoulder to play last year according to Will so, they're not bad teams to have a chip on your shoulder about I don't mind him playing well against those teams yeah I mean you can see why he would with Lakers if he thought that's where he was going yeah um, I suppose he maybe thought he was going to Clippers yeah because rem- everyone thought he was going to Clippers before he came to us didn't he mm-hmm. yeah I remember um, the story last year the last year story when he was in his car uh, going for the for the meeting for for the Clippers or the Lakers, I don't remember one or or the other, and he said to his agent, "Yeah, okay, no, no, then let's go back to let's go back home because I'm I'm going to the Bulls." And I guess it was because it it was like a minimum a veteran minimum, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and you can kind of see Sixers and Bucks offering him a minimum, especially when. You know they've got like the likes of Yanis and Embiid and stuff like that, and other players on big contracts. It's where where would they fit him in? So you can see why he would have had a chip on his shoulder. And another thing he said was when he was in San Antonio, he felt like he was non-existent, and that was the first time in his career he'd felt like that. So last year was like a, a resurgency for him, and. Yeah, I mean it was quite. It was a good listen, and I mean I think he's a he's, he's brilliant when he goes on the podcast because he's he's very open about everything. Mm, yeah, he is. Um, and another another thing that he said is when he was contacted by Bulls, first thing he did was ring Zach to make sure that Zach was going to sign his new contract when uh, you know because he wanted to come and he wanted to play with Zach. So all that talk of they don't like each other or the Zach doesn't like him or whatever, I think's a lot of bollocks to be fair. Yeah. I think it always was, wasn't it really? It was just reaching really. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I can't remember everything that was said in the pod. Like I say, it's definitely one that's worth a listen if you get round to it. So, I mean, I don't know if either of you have got any more from sort of media day or recent, Bulls news, not that there is much. No, nothing yet. Just watched a few of the videos of the training camps, and um, it's good to see them. It looks like everyone's kind of focused, but at the same time, they're enjoying being back around each other and, and playing again. And uh, it's good to see, uh, particularly when there is kind of that shadow hanging over them with Lonzo. It is good to see that they're all uh, they're all getting on, they're all working hard, and and I can't wait to start seeing them back on the floor. Yeah. I mean, one question I've got for you, Easy, is um, 
what do you make of Drummond and Dragic? Were you happy with them pickups or underwhelmed like everybody else seemed to be? Well, I mean, I it, it was not the the guys I, I first wanted, but when it when you think about that, well, Dragic, uh, there's a lot of people, a lot of players already said like he, he's a good guy, a good teammate, and you can see like uh, during his uh, media interview, is this kind of veteran you need in the team. You, you need a guy like this. And, well, uh, no offense to Matt Thomas, but uh, we're from, <laughs> we got Matt Thomas last year. Now we got uh, Goran Dragic. I think, I'm pretty sure Goran Dragic is a better shooter, better player, better playmaker. And, well, yeah. So, same thing from uh, German uh, against uh, Tristan Thompson. I like Tristan Thompson, but, German is like someone else. Like I know he's not like um, the 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 rim protection we we needed, but still, I mean, last year we were first uh, until February with guys like Malcolm Hill, uh, Matt Thomas, Alfonso McKinney, uh, and Cook uh, in in like a, in 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 a large large um, uh, how can I say like large, large minutes. They played. They played too many minutes. This guy, and and even Tony Bradley, I forgot him. And now we we get we got we got a real bench. Like even Dalen Terry, uh, I'm not sure uh, Dalen Terry gonna have a lot of minutes. And that's good. That's good. Uh, the, the, the Patrick Williams will be there. No injuries for him. So yeah, having uh, having uh, Andre German and Grand Dragic is good. I mean. We 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 deep now. We deep, and that's why we need. Uh, a, like that's a long season. A lot of injuries will uh, coming. Like we know that. And even if the the we 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 maybe dream about other players. That's still. I mean, German is twenty nine. So yeah, that's good. I'm at the end of the day. I'm happier of this this player. So yeah, I think it's. Uh, it's it's good for us, yeah. It's not like something like a, a super flashy, like a, the the Cavs did, or I don't know. But still, think it, it's, it's a good summer for us, yeah. Yeah, and obviously Drummond's come out and his uh, presses and sort of said that he thinks he can still start as well, hasn't he? So he's obviously he's saying all the right things, which is which is good. But then we had that with Tristan Thompson, and that didn't work out. So. <laughs> well, and the thing with Drummond is, you you close your eyes, and he already got like three rebounds in a row. So <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, personally, I, I'm excited for the uh, for Drummond. So yeah, I, I mean, I had him down as my unsung hero for Bulls this year. So. There's the fact that he's coming out and saying that he thinks he can still start and stuff like that, that to me is just a good thing. So, yeah, let's let's hope he can back it up and and not all hot wind like uh, Tristan Thompson was. But I I do think that both Drummond and Drugic are upgrades on what we had coming off the bench last year. Yeah, absolutely, and totally, yeah. And I want, I want the, the Drummond fast break with the peace out. <laughs> yeah, I want, yeah, I want yeah. to see that again. <laughs> <laughs> the call with Tim Sinclair is brought to you by Stump. 
the new app for iOS and Android that allows anyone to create an instant social podcast. Whether by yourself or with friends, Stump lets you connect, record, and instantly share your conversations with the world. Talk about anything with anyone and share it with everyone. It's the social network solely for audio. Download the free app from the App Store or Google Play. Or learn more at GetStump.com. Stump, your voice has a place. I'll throw it to you, Neil, to do your uh, your popular uh, player bench waves. Absolutely, yeah. So you, you've said you've seen this before. Um, so uh, w- what we'll do easy is we'll just get straight into it. Um, I'll throw you three players and you tell me who you'll play, who you'll bench and who you'll wave. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, <laughs> so play bench wave. Bill Cartwright, Luke Longley and Bill Wennington. Oh, that's a good one. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I, I got to start Bill Cartwright. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, funny thing, he was... He was an all-star in his rookie year or sophomore year, but early in his career. And then he never came back to this to this level. But yeah, Bill Cartwright, that's my starter. Then I love him. I love him, but I need to, to wave Bill Wellington. I need to wave him and to put uh, Luke Longley on my on my bench. Ah, it's too tough. (laughs) (laughs) It's cruel, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it's cruel. And Bill Wellington is maybe one of the 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 nicest guys on earth. So yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, Matt, do you want to have a crack at that one? Um, I don't know. I'd probably go the same. To be fair, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think I would too. Yeah, it's one of them where I don't think you win either way, do you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good complaint to have good players, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we'll go on to the next one. Easy. Play bench wave. Uh, Charles Oakley, Robin Lopez, and Carlos Boozer. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I'm going to start Charles Oakley because just just because... He's a good friend with Michael Jordan, so I hope that if I start <laughs> Charles Oakley, maybe Michael Jordan will come with him. So yeah, I start Charles Oakley, and uh, yeah, yeah, I I go with Robin Lopez on the map bench team because uh, I don't know if like another mascot uh, wants to attack me. I got I got someone uh, by my side. <laughs> and I wave Carlos Boozer and hopefully he won't punch me uh, where I don't want to be punched. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Sorry, he'll probably, he'll probably trip over his bag or something, break a toe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, would you do it any differently or would you pretty much go the same again? Um, Possibly just swap Lopez and Boozer. Would you? Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Again, yeah, I like Lopez, so that's a, a tough one. So, what what would you do? Yeah, uh, I think I'd probably. I mean, you, ha- you have to start Oakley, don't you? Um, and I think I I'd bench Lopez and get rid of Boozer, um, even though Boozer was a fairly steady 
double double machine. I, I liked Rolo for us. I liked what he brought um, on the bench and and <clears throat> with the rest of the team and brought a bit of life and character around the place. So that's the way. Yeah, I I'd have him over over Bradley at the minute. To be fair, <laughs> but are, are you are you maybe a little bit uh, disappointed about the? Um... When Carlos Boozer uh, signed his, his contract, and you you were like, maybe it's going to be like the same player as he was in Utah, and it was a little bit, I don't know, like you know, not all star anymore, and not not the same player as he was in Utah. So no, he wasn't. I mean, he he kind of he came to us, and he was almost a little bit stale to begin with. I know. He started off with an injury before uh, before he got anywhere. But... Yeah, I remember he lied about that because yeah. he he was about something like a, a sky, ski uh, skiing or something like this. I, I don't remember, but something like he, he he wasn't allowed to do that. No, no, and we know we know how tragically that can go. As you know, just by looking back at what happened with Jay Williams years ago. Mm. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, moving on to the last one then. Uh, play bench or wave. Garrett Temple, Daniel Gafford, and Wendell Carter Jr. <laughs> uh, that's tough. Oh, you, you're going to hate me. But, well, I'm, I'm going to start Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, <laughs> even, even though he, he, I was, he disappointed me a lot, a lot, because he got everything, every minute, every, well, It was just on him, so hopefully he's going to be good in Orlando. And but it was done in Chicago. And on my bench, uh, I want Garrett Temple because even if he was like a limited player, he always uh, gave everything. And Daniel Gafford, I'm sorry guys, but I never really fall in love with Daniel Gafford. He was too uh, emotional. And I remember this game, uh, he, he, he got a bad game and he, 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 he uh, took him out and it was like uh, the, hand on his, uh, the head on his hands and it was done. It was done. So, yeah, and we, we, to be fair, we, we didn't have uh, this good point girl with him. And I think uh, for Daniel Gaffon, he really needs a, a, a good point girl, like a, a passer first. And we we did not have this, this point guard, so we got uh, Thomas Satoransky. And yeah, to me, Daniel Gafford is not this IQ guy uh, I, I like, so yeah, I wave Daniel Gafford. Very good. Matt, any different? Um, I can't remember what you said now. Garrett Temple, Daniel Gafford, Gafford and Probably just purely on how they are now. Start Wendell now that you can see. <laughs> um, and he'd be at the four, not the five as well. Yeah. Um, purely on how they are now, I'd have Gafford off the bench. But I did like Temple when he was with us. So he was yeah. very, very good. Very. very Massive on D for us when he was here, so it was a, that's a tough one. But no, that's how I'd go. Very good, very good. And what, right. what about you? What about you? What about me? Oh yeah, um, I, I'd I'd go a little bit differently. I think I would. Um, I think I'd start Garrett Temple. 
um, and pull Gafford off the bench and uh, say bye-bye for Wendell. I just Ooh. I just think that um, there was nobody pointing him to spec savers um, <laughs> and nobody was going to. So he needed to go somewhere else to find a, someone that could put a pair of glasses on him so he could actually catch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the way I'd go. <laughs> Not a fan of him, then. Nah, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I just don't think I just don't think it was the right fit for him in Chicago. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's a a decent player on a bad team now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it, it was the other way around. He was he was an okay player on a bad team. Um, when it was in Chicago, he was he was the or should I say he was a bad player. On a, on a bad team at the time, really. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm really honest about it, yeah. <laughs> and now you know he, he's he's the kind of guy like, uh, oh, but look at look at this guy. He's, he's a 15, uh, 12 uh, uh, kind of player. He's young, and he's going to be this kind of player until he's mid thirty or I don't know. Like, yeah, but <laughs> what if? Yeah, but maybe. Yeah, but uh, could you imagine? Yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know he spent quite a bit of time out injured as well last year. I think as well, didn't he? He did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least Vooch was available. True. Yeah. Well, um, we've been asking everybody we've had on lately for their uh, the predictions. So I don't know if you answered it on when I put it out on the socials. Easy, but I did. Um, Yeah, so I don't know if they'll change slightly with any of the news that we've got, but I'll ask you them again anyway. Um, so yeah, where where do you think we'll finish in the East? Uh, I'll go with the fifth. Uh, we'll go fifth in the East. Yeah. And what sort of record? Um. Uh, I I don't remember what what I said before, <laughs> so maybe it's going to be a little bit different, but I. If I remember correctly, I said 49 wins. So better than last year. And, And obviously... Let's say, no, you know what? Let's say 50. Let's say 50 wins. Oh, optimistic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so obviously that puts us in the playoffs. How would, you, how would we go in the playoffs? No, first round exit. Unfortunately, yeah. Because... There's uh, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Boston, and Brooklyn. Yeah, uh, Brooklyn. I said it, and to me, <laughs> it's it's not the same. There's one step away from us. So, yeah, one first round exit, and if we go to the to the second round, I'll be more than happy. And it, it, it's yeah. good. I mean, it's good. Like. We need we need that. Uh, it's uh, the Eastern Conference. It's like easy. So <laughs> it's loaded everywhere. So it's gonna be it's good. Yeah, and then Lonzo's key to any sort of success at the back end of the year, isn't he? So yeah, yeah, and we have uh, like a young uh, core with uh, Ayo, Pat Williams. Uh, so I th and even Dallin Terry. But I think if we go to the playoff again, it's going to be like a good experience, good things to to take. So yeah, I won't be mad if if it's like a first first round exit. Uh, I just I just want more like um, 
how can I say like I, I don't want like the same series like uh, we did in uh, Milwaukee, but more yeah. like uh, maybe four two, four three, uh, even four one, but like uh, close games. That's yeah, all, more uh, competitive. All, all that I yeah, more competitive. Yeah. Yeah. So on to the on to the players. Who do you think Bulls MVP? Uh, for 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 this season, you mean? Yeah. I'll go with Zach Lavin. Uh, last year was, uh, he got a lot of, um, kind of, uh, injuries last year. Yeah, it, it wasn't the, the Zach Lavin we know. So yeah, I'll I, I go with Zach Lavin. Yeah. Yeah. And the Bulls most improved player. Mm. Uh, that's, uh, Let's say Nikola Vucevic because not because of uh, his stats. I, I guess he's gonna have the same stats, but like more uh, efficient. Uh, but his shooting, his range, uh, and like I think I, I, I hope he's gonna be like more like someone we we can count off uh, every night uh, and like during the, the same game, like. I don't want him to be like a good in the first quarter and like disappear after that. No, I want him to be consistent, like uh, for for the games and night or yeah, every every every, every game. So yeah, I'm going with Nikola Vucevic. Yeah, and the last one, Bulls unsung hero. <laughs> uh, Dragic, Goran Dragic. Wow, I wasn't expecting yeah. that one. No, good yeah. one. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've gone Dragic, I went Drummond, so we're obviously both quite oh, happy with the yeah, new signings. <laughs> but yeah, so you think he's going to get get them minutes then? Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, he signed for 20 minutes, right? <laughs> 20, 25 minutes. So, Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. So, yeah, let's go. We, 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 in, in Aki, uh, in Mark Riversley, we trust. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll throw it over to Neil for, to finish it off with his player profile as usual. Yeah, okay. So, uh, keeping with the theme that we've had going on throughout this uh, this conversation, easy. I'm going to go with uh, number six, or at least for now, uh, Alex Caruso. Flex, <laughs> <Lex>, yeah. <laughs> Top 75 in sales. <laughs> so, uh, he's 28 years old, six foot five guard from Texas A&M. Uh, went undrafted in 2016 and joined Philly for Summer League and then drafted by OKC and played for OKC Blue in the NBA D-League. He was then picked up by Lakers in the Summer League the following year and brought up to replace Lonzo, ironically, who was injured for the Lakers. (laughs) Um, Yeah, sound familiar? (laughs) So, uh, NBA experience is five years, four years with the Lakers and one year with ourselves uh, from last year to now. Bulls averages are 7.4 points per game, 3.6 rebounds per game, 4.0 assists per game, and 1.7 steals per game. Uh, goes by Caruso, Bulls Mamba, 
or simply AC, um, but is also fast becoming known by Bulls fans as Cookie Monster. Um, So he has a ring. He was an NBA champion with Lakers in 2020. And um, he was also second team All-NBA for the G League in 2018. Um, He's... You know, we've, we've kind of touched on him already today. He's tenacious on D. D. He's a real energy guy. Um, and, you know, he's not just a floor general, but you see him on, on the sideline as well. He's a bench general too. You know, he, he's constantly talking, um, backing up Billy, uh, talking to the, especially the younger guys on the bench. Um, he, he's got a seriously high basketball IQ. You can see that. He has an understanding of the game both when he's on the court and when he's coaching on the, on the sideline and offering his advice. Um, I, I think he's got to be one of the best players in the NBA for getting around screens too. He just seems to have this way of bending his body around screens um, and it, it's, it's great to watch and I can't wait to see more of it. Of course, the way he, he runs uh, his game on the court, it, it does leave him quite open to injuries. Um, so let's hope that him toughening his body up during the off season to be able to cope with the way he plays um, plays out well for us. Uh, Easy, what's your what's your take on him? You've you've met the man. You've played you've played ball with the guy. Yeah, and well, you, you know what I, I said that to him. I said like hey, you know like we love uh, your like uh, the, the tenacity the the when you when you uh, how can I say that like uh, when you fall on the on the on the ground to, for a ball. And he said that for the, the media, they're like, hey, you're going to think about that uh, yeah. next time because he needs to to keep his, his body like uh, 100%. But yeah. I said like, uh, yeah, your, your effort, we see that. We see that and we love that. Yeah. Uh, it, even if we lose the game, if we, we, we don't care. Like, we want guys like you. And it was like, uh, yeah, he said like, uh, yeah, thanks. That's my game. I like. Uh, I respect the game for that. So yeah, it was fun. And I know, like in a city like Chicago, and uh, for the fans like us, like during the night, uh, we 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 like to see people like like him, like uh, like Jack Noah, Dennis Rodman, like this kind of Javante Green, this this kind of guys like uh, the. It's just like uh, they play with their with their heart, and we love that. We love that. The effortless guy, we we love that. So yeah, the, that's what I said to him. So yeah, yeah, and he is he he's an, yet another one of these guys, like you say, that fits into that role of heart, hustle, and muscle, which Chicago fans always bring players like that close to their hearts, don't they? Yeah. Uh, Matt, uh, what's your what's your take? I know you're you're a fan as well. Yeah, I mean, not a bad word to say. I mean, the, sort of the only negative is actually a positive, and it's the the way he plays and the, the fact that he does lead himself open to niggly little injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's the only sort of negative you can say on him, isn't it? But at the same time, it's a positive because he is willing to put his body on the line. So, um. Yeah, I can't wait for him to turn up the AC in the UC again. And yeah, I'm sure that he's going to be the one. You know, he's a probably a potential for the unsung hero sort of thing. But 
not really been unsung at the same time because we know what we're getting from him now. Um, and I think that was the thing when he came in last year. Nobody really had watched his game before, like yeah. in terms of Bulls fans. And that's why we took to him so quick because it was like, well, I didn't realise this was the sort of player he was. Exactly, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's maybe the, the true leader on the team because like you say, he's the, the sort of coach on the bench, isn't he? And coach on the floor and, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, I mean, I love him and hopefully we see more than 41 games out of him this year. Yeah, it would be nice. Get more than 50%. <laughs> yeah. So, and like you say, he's got that ring, so he's got that experience. And yeah, who knows? He might help Costas uh, settle in a little bit. Been a, <laughs> a winner with him. <laughs> We're gonna have to start learning how to pronounce that surname, though, Matt. <laughs> uh, we'll just call him Yanis's brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he becomes our Yanis stopper. Who knows? Yeah, there you go. He knows his game, right? Yeah, and he's not going to want his runner's brother over, is he? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I don't know if you've got anything else on AC or... No, I'm good. Easy. Yeah, he's the best ball player uh, on the Chicago Bulls since Michael Jordan. <laughs> like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did, he did his merch line, didn't he, where it was all the goat. So yeah. he knows where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I think um, we'll wrap it up there then. And, you know, it's uh, been good to finally get you on easy. I know we've been talking about it for a few weeks and schedules just didn't match up. So it's been good to finally get you on and have a chat. And uh, yeah. Thanks, Guy, because we need more pod like uh, uh, about the Bulls. We get a lot, but thanks for, for your time, for uh, your effort and and having like this, like I said before, this uh, Bulls community around the world, like thank you guys. We we need more uh, guys like you. So yeah, you're you, you're great. Uh, please keep going, keep going, keep keep uh, recording a lot of uh, podcasts. And yeah, that's that's a pleasure to listen to your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, we all, like we always say, you're always welcome back on. Obviously, when schedules align again and stuff like that. So. And uh, we appreciate your your support on Twitter and everything. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want to um, give out your Twitter handle so people know where to find you. Well, more on uh, Bulls FR uh, because that's where you, you you can you can meet a lot of uh, uh, I can say the French community, the Bulls community. So yeah, go on Bulls FR and. I'll be I'll be around. <laughs> you can easily find me. Yeah, yeah. So once again, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you, guys. Um, thanks. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks, um, thanks a million. It's been it's been a pleasure. Yeah, and uh, as usual, I've been Matt, and you can find me on Twitter at uh, Matt Red UK, and you can find us on all the socials at Red UK. And I've been Neil. Find me on Twitter at uh, Neil C Red UK. Thanks once again for hanging out with us here at the C Red UK podcast. Thanks again to Easy. Please subscribe, rate, and review us. And until next time, wherever you are in the world, C Red, go Bulls. Talk to you later. It's time for-
talk to you later.